You have reached Antioch Speak. <laughs> Live reporting from my, my dining room. <laughs> yeah. So you have a covenant that God makes with King David that there would be a king that would reign on his throne forever. Somewhere along the line, people have taken women, honor men, and, you know, obeying men and has twisted it to such a distorted thing that women don't have as much value. In um, she said she, was, she wasn't having a, a panic attack over something bad that happened. She was freaking out because, like, God spoke to her. And um, the Lord told her, I had a vision of me standing before a crowd and preaching the gospel to a bunch of people and people getting saved. Success, like thinking that success will fulfill the emptiness in you and success will make you feel worthy and it will give you worth and in, in a sense like I believe God wants us to be successful but success doesn't mean money, it doesn't mean women or men or designer bags or billion dollar homes or you know a bunch of zeros in your bank account because people can say oh I serve a church but they can serve it without having their heart in it they can serve it for the image of serving a church there's a difference between I've learned over between watching my parents serve watching other people serve and just serving in different churches and in different environments that it's a lot to do with the heart of the person and how they come off and how they serve. AntiochSpeaks.com. Check in. Every day, new podcast coming. Can't wait to see you there. <laughs> Live reporting from my, my dining room. <laughs> and we decided to put together a podcast. This is episode one. Um, we're going to talk about all kinds of life things. Um, maybe get some testimonies from lots of people, things like that. Um, talk about dating. She got a new book. Yes, I did. What is it called? Boundaries, Boundaries and Marriage. Boundaries and Marriage, yes. So you really want to be a wife. I do. I do. I strive to be that one day. When I met Michael, he said you were born a wife, that you came out of, a, out of the womb. I, I really did. Ever since I was little, I was always kind of like a mother to my little sisters when my mom wasn't there. So I kind of stepped in and filled that role. The favorite daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about Christian wives. I want to talk about women dating. I want to talk about this because obviously from a man's point of view, um, I was raised really crazy. Not a lot of people telling me right from wrong, especially mm -hmm. no men. Um, and I learned how to socialize with women in a different way because just because I wanted to, mm -hmm. not, not based on any kind of intent. Right. Um, in a way, I think in high school, I probably was a predator of some sort every time I walked up and started talking to a girl. I was, I was probably not there for the right thing, as I'm sure you may. Well, you've only had one boyfriend your whole life? Well... I've only had one long-term boyfriend of three years, which is, it's been over six months since we've split. But I've fooled around a lot, which I'm not proud of. But I mean, when I was in high school, it was really hard to find a really good guy that met my standards. Still is. Yeah, still <laughs> is very hard. <laughs> so I, it, just having those two, things come up right um 
you you were with your boyfriend for a long time. Did you meet him at a sports event? At Was he a part of your family? I met him in anatomy class. So he was in school? Yes. And you guys spent like a six-week class in the same school? The whole, whole year. The whole year, so. Yeah. You kind of, every day, forced by the government to sit together for an hour and yeah. got to know him. Did yep. you have to work on a project together or? Um, no, I sat behind him and I mean, his friend was in my um, previous class, and so he kind of introduced us to him. And all introduced me to him right away. He saw stars and well, he he said that he saw a light above me when I walked in the door the first time and thought I was very beautiful. It's so romantic. Does he still say that now? Absolutely not. <laughs> How, okay, so, because I want to talk about this. I have two daughters, and we've talked about dating. Yes. And my daughters, um, I have not ever impressed religion onto them. I just showed them that I, this is what I do. And if you want to participate in this with me, you can. Uh, and as they got older, if they took breaks from it, they did. And when they came back, I was still doing that. So, you know, they, and they found their own way with religion. But I had a common sense idea about men. I feel like men without women would live in holes and huts mm. and we'd eat raw meat and <laughs> cavemen we'd wear <laughs> yeah you know we'd wear leather that we had tore from our meat and you know we wouldn't care about bo or hair we you know what i'm saying like i, I feel yeah. like you guys inspire us to be better totally want the best version of yourself so what do you think changed from Beaming light over your head. You are the one for me. I want to I guess do everything in the whole world with you to whatever this is after, currently. After, I guess, three years together, he saw something and we just kind of, we just wanted different things. Both of you went different ways. We were two very different people and it's, it's crazy how long it actually lasted because we should have ended it a year in. Sure. I, I told this to my older daughter and I think of it still is a man will do whatever you make him do as a woman that and I and I used to tell her that I think a man will do what you make him do so he says I love you and I want to be with you forever and you say well these are my goals and these are my passions and these are my plans yeah if you are in line with what I'm saying if you want to inspire me and you want to support me then I'll, you know, we can walk this out. Right. But if if these things sound goofy to you, if they're boring to you, hit the road. Hit go go. There's another woman out there that wants yeah. what you want, but yeah. I want to paint. I want yeah. to sing. I want to dance. Yes, I want the passions. Yes, I want a boyfriend. Yes, I want those things. But these things are important to me too. And um, the boys that she's dated, I've watched her tell them, I want to be. Uh, English teacher. I, this is what I want to do. I want to go to school locally. I want to be, I want to teach locally. I want to stay near Woodstock. I love Georgia. And these boys would go, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Mm. Until something. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden they like Tennessee and they want to go to California <laughs> and they like blondes and they like tall. All of a sudden. Making up excuses. They, they find reasons. Because they're not happy anymore. Yeah, they're, they're not looking for what you or what she or what I want for her. Some aren't looking for commitment. Commitment. They're yeah. just looking for a, a fling. A fling, or a, maybe we don't know. Yeah, maybe we don't. Maybe we can't call what a guy wants when he shows up, going, "I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world." But we all start with that line. Yeah. I'm a guy, and every single time, I, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever met. 
you know, and you just make me feel some type of way. <laughs> and, and, and if you tell me boundaries, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll obey all those. But if you don't have any, I go, yeah, there's no, I can do whatever I want here, you know. <laughs> so I get into church, I get into religion, and I find out that my view of relationship between men and women and what I'm doing is incorrect. Some of it's a rock bottom feeling I have to accept. I failed in every single relationship I've had with the opposite sex. I have not done well. I can admit that is the case. So I have to say, okay, you might be right. I've, I've been doing this wrong. Yeah. And you take what I self-taught for survival in high school. I'm just trying to get to know women and trying to do whatever right. I was doing. Whatever reason I was trying to date her. She's a cheerleader and I want to be more popular. She's whatever the reason. Um, and mix it with the Christian, and that's what I want to talk about. Is okay. Our roles with our religious convictions. So, mm. I, I know you and I have talked about before is right. Yes. Online dating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you made a face. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was very opposed to online dating, but I did participate it participate in it this year. So you tried it? I have. And for me personally, being very like, so strong in my faith, I felt very convicted for having it. Okay, which is big, even from what we just learned tonight, is if it makes you feel bad, yes. you probably, you're probably not right. Yes. Especially if you're in the Word and you're praying, and exactly. you're asking God for someone. Because if you put something down at night before and you feel convicted, mm -hmm. it's probably the wrong. Right, and I ended up just deleting it because I just felt wrong for having it. But I also felt that I was interrupting God's will for my life because a man is supposed to come find a woman, and I felt like I was finding the man. Okay, which is a great transition here. I've never online dated, so I try to like, I talk to people about it. My boss is doing it now, and I see that for men it's not as easy as it probably is for women. Yeah. But I definitely could be someone I'm not if I was online dating. My boss right. has some pictures that he's put up. Some of them he's 10, 15 years younger than he is right now. Um, some of them he's in, uh, you know, he's at the beach or he's at these places that maybe he can't afford to go. Yeah. Now he could afford 10 years ago or whatever, but he can't afford these now. And he just, he's created an online presence that doesn't really fit what I just see every right. morning. So I did realize like, men and women can be something they're not yes. for sure and when i meet you right here in our physics class or whatever what class did you say anatomy anatomy class you got me like there's no right you've known me we go to you know so it makes a different dynamic. or even if you guys do meet each other in person whether it be from like you met each other on online or instagram or wherever if you actually see the person like actually you know they actually match their profile picture because some people will get catfished right and we have to say with Facebook Instagram now social media it's really me if you go look at my Facebook it's this is that's who I am. I mean yeah. I've had that for such a long time and you have friends and if you yeah. look at somebody's Facebook or Instagram and they got seven friends and they've been on for two years it's kind of suspect now. right and you just have to be careful yeah so you said it's the man's role and so I, w I was gonna read from this because I have a big question and then we we probably run out of time. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> we could we literally could do hours and hours of these. We really could. But I want to keep people's attention. Too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, 
Men initiate the relationship in a Christian relationship. That's what this, I've just Googled it and I'm okay. looking it up. The idea that God has designed and called men to bear a unique responsibility to lead in their relationships to women has been challenged ever since the fall of man. In our contemporary context, however, there seems to be a particular acute and nuanced resistance to this notion, and areas of male leadership that were once assumed are now questioned as outmoded at best, and patriarchal and misogynistic at worst which adds further difficulty to already difficult situation is the reality that men also since the fall have had inward propensity toward passivity that a man should initiate a romantic relationship and continue to initiate that relationship is a principle that often either sits uneasily upon the conscience or is simply disregarded as unimportant. I wanted to read that because when you met your boyfriend in anatomy, he said, it was like a light was over your head. Right. If he was that way today, if a light was still over your head every morning, you would still be madly in love. That's what I think. Does it make sense? But we would still be apart from each other? No, I don't think that you would have grown apart. I think if he still kept that passion that he had when he approached you okay, in the beginning, I get, I get what you mean. in the end, you, you wouldn't have lost, your, you wouldn't have gotten all confused. Mm. You, see, you seem to think so. I, I disagree because we, we mainly broke up because he didn't go to church, didn't pray, or didn't read his Bible. And that was a big issue for me. I just think if he still saw a beam of light over your head like he did in the beginning, he would have prayed. He would have went to church. Yeah. So whereas he would his have beam done, of light was waking up on Sunday and leaving, he was going to leave. He would have done anything that he could to keep me. Yeah. yeah. I, that, and that's what this text says. The right. text says... Yeah. Not only do we approach, the, and I know, I, I'm sorry, I've raised two daughters, I've been married once, I've got a mother, i got cousins. When a man just comes out of nowhere and says, I think you have beautiful eyes and I had to come over, you guys light up. Like you, women go, that had to be the ballsiest thing or the yeah, scariest it, thing it really for you to is. have done. You are man. Because some guys just don't, in today, they just don't have Nine times the guts or balls to come up to a girl and say, hey, you're really beautiful. I, you know, you got beautiful eyes. I would like to just talk with you, like go yeah, for coffee or something. Yeah, who are, yeah. Like. They won't do it. They're terrified to do it. It's like, that's, we're waiting for you to do that. <laughs> okay, like, so that's up. what my transit. So I, I firmly believe, and we'll, and we'll talk about men, we'll talk about women, but I firmly believe that a man's role in, in, in a Christian relationship is to state his, what, why is he here? Yes. I, I came over here, you know, I see Christian men all the time come over and act like it was an accident. I'm over here. I was over by you. We're doing the same thing. Right. But the truth is, I'm over here because I really, you smell good when you walk by, your hair, look, whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. I'm over here now. I'm a Christian man. I'm single and I'm reading my word and I'm praying and I'm interested in dating. That would be a good thing. But then that text I just read, it says, after that, he must do that every day. And in the Bible, it says... You, we love our wives the way Christ loved the church. And right. ch Christ pursued me, and he has not stopped every day. And that's how the man should me. be to and the woman. That's how the man should be to hey, the woman. Yeah. So that begs the question at the end of our very first podcast, what's the woman supposed to be doing? While the man's mustering up, you know, getting enough money and confidence and literature and going to sermons and doing everything he's supposed to be doing to get the confidence oh, to walk up and obey say obey your husband's what should she be doing while she waits definitely not online dating definitely That's not for sure. online dating <laughs> and definitely not hookups because you definitely, sprinkled that a little bit you're like not. i did fool around a little bit and again 
I and it wasn't it wasn't hookups like that. No, but it was. It was. We're yeah. not dating, but we'll hold hands and we'll cuddle and we're. I get it. Worst thing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not judging it. What I'm judging is you felt bad for doing it. Yes. Which means it, like Pastor said, can't be in line with where we're. And each to be. relationship, each whatever I've been in, has taught me something. Like taught me a lesson in each one. Absolutely. 